I am so glad that you are listening to this episode today. We're going to jump in and we're going to talk about our flaws. Did y'all get anxious just trying to evaluate yourself and looking at, oh, this is good about myself. This is not good about myself. Today, we're going to kind of try to settle that relationship you have with your flaws. And hopefully at the end of digging through this podcast, that you'll come out a better person than what you came in. Y'all, let's dig together. Let's get it. tell me that I'm not the only one that has the gift of finding everything that is wrong with me. It's like I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. I, I reflect in my life and I reflect in my mind and I reflect on my life and I can just pinpoint, write an essay, write a dissertation about the things that are flaws in my life. It doesn't just stop at physical. It doesn't just stop at emotional. It doesn't just stop at mental. It's just a mindset that I have that I tend to find the flaws in my life. I'm very self-reflective, and though that's something that's a good thing, though that's something that I enjoy and that um, has really opened a lot of doors for me just with friendships and conversations and being able to see myself um, in a lot of different ways, it's also the bane of my existence because I will beat myself down to nothing. And when I look at myself, I tend to look at myself through everything I know about myself. I know how I get up. I know how I go down. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I know who likes me. I know who I don't like. And so I build my perception of myself with so much information because I'm stuck in my own body. However, I think we must realize that that's not how everyone sees us. I think we must realize that we have learned to be our worst critic. We have learned to look at ourselves and beat up ourselves, but that is not the way that everyone sees us. Staring at yourself long enough, you begin to morph a thought about yourself that isn't even known to the common eye. If you look at yourself, if you examine yourself long enough, you begin to morph a thought about what people think about you. And really, in reality, they don't have enough time to think the way that you think about yourself. The problem is we build our lives attempting to stop others, not from seeing the natural things that are common to the eye. We spend our lives building walls, putting up roadblocks, putting up prison doors around ourselves to stop people from seeing those things that they do not even have the time to see. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. The things that we do to ourselves. Imagine you have this thing in your room, in your drawer that you do not want anyone to see. It can be whatever it is. Maybe you hide in your liquor in your drawer. Maybe you hide in whatever you don't want anybody else to see in your drawer. You're hiding that in the drawer of your room and you don't want anyone else to see it. Now, imagine someone's coming over to your house. Someone's coming to visit you and you stop them at the door and say, hey, you can't come in. 
Hey, you can't come in you and you start feeling bad because that's like I know what's in my drawer in my room. I know what's going on back there and the thing that I need to fix. I know what's happening over there. So you can't even walk in my house because you will eventually find out the things about me that I don't want anyone to know. It sounds absolutely crazy. Because the truth is someone can come in your house, they can sit on your couch and they'll never go to your room. There's friends I have never seen their room. There's people I don't ever want to see their room. But a lot of times people have pushed people away to stop them from seeing something that in reality they would have never seen. You could have worked through that thing. You could have fought through that addiction. You could have fought through whatever it was that you didn't want them to see. But instead, you kept everyone out afraid that they will see this thing about you that, again, they didn't have the time and they didn't have the access to see. We push people away because we're overwhelmed by our flaws. We push people away because we're overwhelmed by our bad traits. We push people away because we're overwhelmed by our perceptions. And in reality, what we see about ourselves, someone would never see. And I think it's important that we establish this from the beginning of this podcast, that everybody has something in their life that would not be celebrated. Everybody has something in their life that they're not proud of. Everybody has a trait about themselves that is not the thing that will make people think that you're the best person in the world. Everyone has flaws. But I think we have to draw the line and we have to make a distinction between what is actually a bad trait about ourselves and what is just a perception and preferences that we've allowed to become our truth. We have to draw the line to say, here is something about myself that I know is not good. That's a flaw. If you have a bad attitude problem, if you um, treat people badly, if you are selfish, if you have these things about yourself that really and truly are not good we have to get to the point to where we draw the line there but don't allow that to spill over into what other people have expected of us and other people's preferences and what other people desired and what other people thought about our lives we have to draw the line between those two things because what happens is people allow that line to be so gray and it flows freely between the two and before you know it you think that you aren't worth a thing You think that you have no value. You think that you are good for nothing when reality, you just didn't learn how to make a distinction between the bad traits about yourselves and people's preferences. We have somewhat of a moral code built inside of us. We have somewhat of a moral code that makes us kind and it makes us loving and it makes us considerate. It makes us careless and it makes us selfless. We have this moral code. And especially when considering believers, we have a teaching that guides us through what living a fruitful life looks like. We have teachings that guide us through what what living a life that is a person that is valuable to this world looks like. And if you allow that to be your boundary, you begin to see the things that may fall outside of that but it never listen it never started with what someone else thinks about me we have this broad 
broad circle of what we have allowed to become our truth when in reality the things that we look at ourselves we have to look at are we kind we have to look at are we considerate we have to look at are we living a life that's pleasing to God but all these extras and all these other things that we have allowed to become our truth we have to stop letting that be the boundary that we put up in our lives because it's constantly moving it's constantly moving in different directions because we're changing it based on who's around us and we're building flaws because we had a bad relationship with somebody and they said this about me so therefore this must be me entirely not 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 including the fact that this person treated you like trash like hot dirty trash but they have said something about you that that you believe okay this is who i am or we we talk about the situations that we've been through or or the fact that we're guarded or the fact that we're not open never looking at the life that we've been through never looking at the things that we've had to endure never looking at the problems that surround us and because someone said one thing about us in one situation during one context we have allowed that to be our identity and we cannot draw our boundaries around what people think about us. We have to have a boundary set up based on basic things. Now, for me, it's the word of God. The boundaries of where I place my life is based upon the word of God. For you, it just may be your moral code. For you, it may be what your parents have taught you. For you, it may be what you consider to be a good life. But you have to set up a mindset and a boundary of what you even consider yourself to be good or evil, what you consider yourself to be on the right track or on the wrong track. But you can't allow that to just be wavered by people saying whatever they want to say about you. So now that I'm off that soapbox, I don't think the problem is we don't recognize the flaws that we have. You know, I don't want to be naive and say that I think people really see the attitudes and the the time that they're not kind and the time that they're hurtful and, and they see these things about themselves. They see the trait about themselves that really drives their story and it's probably one of the more negative flaws that they have about themselves. I don't think that's the problem of identifying. I think the problem is what do you do once you know? Look at us. We sitting here waiting on answers. Hey, what do I do once I know that I got a bad attitude? What do I do once I know that I shut people off? Uh-oh. What do I do once I know I, I'm, I'm selfish sometimes? What do I do? And the truth is there, there are no success answers. There are no quick fixes. There, there is no way of, of substituting, growing, and developing. There is no way of substituting what it takes to make changes in your life. The truth is, it's moment by moment. The truth is, it's day by day. The truth is, it's conversation by conversation. And we have to allow ourselves to develop at a pace that's logical, to, the, to develop at a place that's attainable. I think when we look at our flaws and we consider that we want to go to sleep and then watch a few shows, read a couple of books, wake up the next day and boom, I'm a new person. But in reality, it takes moment by moment. In reality, it takes relationship by relationship to morph into who we should be. And the truth is we're always morphing. Even believers believe that. 
We're being conformed to the image of God. Slowly, he's sanctifying us through our lives, moment by moment, day by day. And we would be a fool to think that I can wake up tomorrow and be completely different. I have to learn how to live out my life. I have to learn how to live out a conversation. I have to learn how to live out a relationship. And those are how I begin to break down my flaws. But in this process, in this journey, while we go through this, there are some non-negotiables that I think we can establish about our lives. There are some non-negotiables that we can put in place to make sure that we're morphing in the right direction, that we're dealing with our flaws in the right ways. Instead of housing our wrongs and putting up walls that will keep others out, how about we set boundaries for ourselves so that as we grow, we know that we will grow within these boundaries. So I am not going to allow myself to step out of this while I'm growing. Notice I didn't say prison walls. No one builds prison walls around themselves. It's like, oh, I'm going to build a prison because I know I'll never do right. No, I'm going to put boundaries in place so that I know that if I step out of this, I need to adjust. I know that if I step out of this, I need to make some changes. Why? Because I'm in the process of developing. But as I go through life, there should be some non-negotiables that I live by. I'm going to be honest with you, as I began to develop these principles um, that I that I came up with about the boundaries that we can set in place in order to make sure that we are not hurting anybody along our process of journeying through our flaws or that we're not demeaning others in our process of journeying through our flaws. I realized that some of these things I don't live by. And so even working through it, I had to learn to say, wow, Jack, you really have let the boundaries fall in that place. So please know that me saying this, I'm not saying this from a place like I got it. Like I'm not saying that it's, it's us working through together. And who knows, I might come back and change it in two months. But right now, this is a part of my journey and this is where I'm at. So the first one is we can develop. I think in the process of learning your flaws, in the process of learning um, some things about yourself that may not be the best traits that you have, you have to keep the mindset that you can develop through it, that we can develop through it. We are not stuck with this bad trait. And I think the problem is in life, a lot of people have picked up a trait along the way and felt like that is who they were. They picked up a trait along the way and felt and felt like that is who they always have to be. Listen to me and listen to me closely. You can develop. It does not matter what they said about you. It does not matter um, the, what, what have happened in your life. It does not matter the things that you have gone through or the things that have happened to you. You can develop out of that. There's another thing that we can put up that's a non-negotiable as a part of our lives as we work through flaws. And that's number two, don't negotiate kindness. I think too many times we we put into play when someone doesn't deserve kindness. We can say, well, they did this and they said this and they're this type of person and they've had this problem in their life. And so we began to break down who gets kindness and who doesn't. And that is not the case. You know, I've talked very openly about Black Lives Matter and how I believe that we can make changes in this world. But on the other side of this, if we do not 
show kindness to the people around us and kindness to those and everyone we come in contact with. We are building a principle in our lives that gets us to the place that the bad cops start killing people that don't deserve it. We have to show kindness to everybody. It's a principle to say, I'm putting everybody on the same playing field and I'm not going to look at you because you're good and I'm not going to look at you because you're pretty and I'm not going to look at you because you have money and treat you more kind than I would a bum. Everybody gets kindness. It's a non-negotiable as I work through my flaws in my life. So let's recap. We have we can develop through it there. We don't negotiate kindness. The third thing is we have to learn to apologize. That one's that one's tough. Because as we journey through this mindset of finding out our flaws, you're going to see it sometimes that you have treated people like crap. You have treated people so horribly and you have to be willing to say a non-negotiable in my life is that I am willing to apologize when I realize my flaws have gotten the best of me. But number four, I love this one. You have to enjoy the process. I know finding out your flaws is not the most fun thing you've ever been through and finding out your flaws is not um, the greatest thing that's happening in your life. But as you process through that, as you go through that, you have to realize the fact that you are on a journey. And though you find this thing about yourself that you do not like right now or you have found out it's not a good thing or it's not a God thing, you have to enjoy the process of knowing me recognizing this, knowing I can develop. This is a good thing because I'm going to come out better than I started. I may have recognized like, wow, I have a bad attitude. Like, whoa, I treat people badly. Whoa, I really put up walls and I'm selfish. But that's a good thing to realize it because now you can process past it and you have to enjoy the process of getting better. It's not a bad thing that you're processing because we're all processing. It's not a bad thing that you're on a journey because we're all on a journey. So some non-negotiables as we figure out our flaws, we have we can develop. We don't negotiate our kindness. We always apologize. And most of all, we enjoy the process. Are you flawed? I am. Are you flawed? We all are. I want to pray with you today. If you made it this far in the podcast, that as you journey through this, that God just does something new in your life. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be conformed to your image. We thank you for the opportunity to be developed into who you called us to be. God, I pray for everybody listening to this podcast that you would do something new, that you would do something fresh and that you remind them that they are a new creature and all the things about themselves, all the labels about themselves. They are passed away in Jesus name.